It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast for June 1st. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. And with it being June 1st, the countdown is on. And depending on when you're listening to this, there could be 29, 28, 27, Possibly 25 days if it's been that long since you've caught up with the Locked on Thunder podcast before Paul George declares for free agency and he starts going through the process of being recruited by other NBA teams and we sit here on pins and needles waiting for him to make a decision. Coming up in segment number one, we will hear from Paul George about going through that process and not only what that means for him, but also means for other teams as well. And also in segment number one, we will talk about J.R. Smith and game one of the NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors emerged victorious. That's not a big shock, but they shouldn't have emerged victorious. So how do the Cleveland Cavaliers rebound? In segment number two, I'll tell you why we as Thunder fans probably should be okay with Sam Presti being our GM from now until the end of time. So a lot of things Sam Presti's done that maybe we don't like, but there are definitely some things that he won't do And I'm certainly thankful that he's not a particular guy in the NBA right now. And in segment number three, we'll talk about some of the things that nobody else is talking about when it comes to the NBA Finals. And also, we will hear from Paul George again, this time talking about his Gatorade commercial, since we're going to be seeing it a lot between now and the close of the NBA Finals. I am Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while, hosting a lot of Thunder Post games the occasional pregame. I'm a credentialed member of the media. I also, in the very loosest term, loosest sense of the word, work for a publication called Thunder Digest. I'm good friends with Chuck Chaney, or at least I like to think I am, and Chuck allows me to do a podcast there that we need to revive really soon called the G League. If you like what you hear on Locked on Thunder, you can always go to LockedOnThunder.com and look at our uh, backlog of archives or our archive podcast that's the best way to put it god it's friday i'm so ready for the weekend and then of course there is video and audio from players and coaches inside the oklahoma city thunder with that we get into segment number one and yes paul george's free agency countdown is on as of today there are 29 days left before paul george makes his decision and tells us whether or not he's going to remain a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder or whether or not he's going someplace else. Actually, what's 29 days away from here is Paul George deciding to opt out of his contract and then go through the free agent process, which is not something that we talk to Paul George a lot about during the year as members of the media, interestingly enough. We sort of let him come into Oklahoma City, get acclimated. We centered our questions about what was going on with the Thunder right now. There were some well-timed questions 
starting in early March and then all the way through up until his exit interview. But but I thought in his exit interview, Paul George handled it about as well as he could because other than coming out and saying, I'm either staying or I'm going and I 100% guarantee this or 100% guarantee that, Paul George has to let this process play out. And that's something that Eric Horn asked him about during the exit interview and Paul George gave a very insightful and thoughtful answer. Just follow up on what Fred said, you know, this being your, your first time at free agency, do you have kind of a sense of what your decision would mean for not just the Thunder, but for wherever you end up going, the magnitude of your decision? Yeah. Um, again, you know, I, I haven't really put everything in perspective. Um, I think the biggest thing is just trying to keep a relationship um, with Sam, continue to talk with Sam, continue to talk with Billy, with Russ, um, and, and, and figure out the direction uh, we want to go as a group more so than anything. I think that's that's option one, or, or that's first thing um, I want to do uh, before free agency or anything that any of that we get to that point. Um, I want to be, you know, I want to know or be on the same page with those guys. That's that's first and foremost. Um, because we do have something special and, we, and we, we, we have something that we can accomplish here. So uh, that's first and foremost, I think. Is it opportunity or Last pressure? One. Is it what? Do you view it as opportunity for you, so is it a pressure kind of deal? Now, from the sense of kind of like recruiting out when you go to college, I guess, you mm-hmm. teams that are trying to win. How do you view it? Is it opportunity or first of all, a pressure situation? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I, I would. I would probably say it's opportunity. Um, more so than pressure. Um, I don't. I don't think it's pressure at the end of the day. Um, again, it's. It'll be my decision to go where I want to go. Um, so it won't be pressure. Uh, but it, it, it'll definitely be the opportunity. Um, on knowing, you know, team personnel um, and ultimately like what uh, what team will be assembled um, that's the only thing that, that it'll come down to I envy Paul George during this process and I think we we all would envy not only Paul George but even KD when he went through it or, or any free agent for that matter any high any especially any high-profile free agent. I mean, think think about this for a second, okay? And, and yeah, we're always we, look. We're always going to rip Kevin Durant, and there are going to be some of us, not me, that if Paul George leaves, there are going to be people that criticize him as well. I won't because hey, you were traded for. You came here to Oklahoma City for a year. It may not be where you want to be, and and you may want to go play for the Lakers. And and really, honestly, I couldn't get mad at you. For living out your dream, but that's just the point. If we were in their shoes, just think if we were at the height of our career in whatever field we were, whether we were engineers, whether we were bartenders or um, school teachers, cops, whatever. I'm trying to think of just like every job that's out there, but you were the most sought after person in your profession. We'd all want to go through that process of people telling us how great they are and people telling us what they could do for us because they know what we can do for them. And that's what separates what a guy like Paul George is going through from what you usually go through during a job interview. Because in a job interview, we have to explain 
to whomever we're sitting across from what ultimately we will accomplish for them, how we will help their business grow, and how we will be able to work within the confines of their office and the structure and everything that they have set up at work where the NBA knows what Paul George can do for them. They know exactly what they're getting and they've done a very extensive vetting process for years now which just gone on throughout the season listening to people talk, talking to people, having casual conversations so Paul George really doesn't have to bring anything to the table because it's already there. Now it falls on the team and this is where Sam Presti has to be at his absolute best because you have had a year with this guy and he already knows what you can do for him. Now you've got to lay out your vision for how you can make it better for Paul George and enhance his opportunity to win a championship, enhance his brand, increase jersey sales, everything. And Sam Presti has apparently been in those talks with Paul George and his agent throughout the years or throughout the season and at least having that discussion. Still, when a person knows what you can do for them, it takes out a lot of the mystery and now they want to find out what sort of the the unknown is. And that's what Paul George will deal with here in the next 30 days as he goes and meets with teams around the league. And trust me, we'd all rather be in Paul George's shoes than we would J.R. Smith's shoes. All right, I said trust me, I think we all know that and it sort of goes without saying, but oh my God, J.R. Smith... What the hell were you thinking? There is a difference between being Brett Favre and throwing an interception when you're playing for the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship and ending their opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. You do it in the heat of the moment. Maybe you misread something, but you're aware of the situation. If you're Russell Westbrook and you take a last-second shot and you miss it, even though it's an ill-advised three and you have Paul George and Carmelo Anthony on the floor you still know what the situation is. You're a Raldis Chapman. You give up a game-winning home run to the Boston Red Sox in in Fenway Park. Again, you know what the situation is and you just didn't get the job done. J.R. Smith's unawareness not only cost his team a game last night, but cost the Cleveland Cavaliers any shot they had to win the NBA Finals because there's some stink on the Cavs that we're going to talk about coming up in segment number three. Some major stink on the Cavs that nobody's discussing today because everybody's so hyper-focused on J.R. Smith and him dribbling out the ball in regulation and not at least taking a shot or not getting the rebound and and doing a putback, doing anything to put his team in position to win. And my first thought was when I saw that is, dude, if that was... All right, think about if that was Russell Westbrook talking to how... Andre Robertson, or talking to Corey Brewer, if if that situation had happened with the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Utah Jazz, there is no way Russ would have been as cool as LeBron James was in that situation. I thought LeBron handled it about as well as he could, and you could tell LeBron was mad. And Tyron Lue last night at at the podium not putting the blame on J.R. Smith, being very careful to say that, hey, if George Hill makes that free throw, then J.R. Smith is not in that situation, doing everything he can to smooth things over. But there's no way you rebound for that because that's ultimately a loss of trust that J.R. Smith can't get back. 
that is just gone. And even if J.R. Smith performs admirably throughout the rest of the finals, and I would expect that he wouldn't because this has not been... This may this may actually be J.R. Smith's worst year as an NBA player. It's just gone. I mean, not a heat series gone, career in Cleveland gone, and the opportunity for the Cavs to really feel like they they have something on Golden State, any sort of mental edge just went out the door at that moment. And you knew as soon as as soon as that moment transpired and it had to go into overtime, Cleveland was mentally beat. And that's just something you don't overcome. Witness what happened with Tristan Thompson and uh, him going up to Sean Livingston and getting the flagrant two, which, yes, I thought it was a flagrant two. I do think the call on LeBron James, though, should have been a charge and should not should not have been reversed. And I know the Cavs are blaming the refs right now, which I, if I'm the Cavs, that's the best way to circle the wagons. Just keep pointing it at the referees doing everything you can to make sure that J.R. Smith knows that he's not to blame. Because even if in your heart of hearts you think he's to blame, you can't let him know that. You sort of let him have, you need him to feel like he's off the hook so he can go out and at least not go into a shell coming up for game two. But that's it. I mean, we know that the Cavs ultimately blew that game last night, but when when I think about where their focus is and what they do to rebound in that game, and let's go back to the fight, okay, because that's where I was digressing. I didn't get to the fight. Tristan Thompson right now is my favorite player in the NBA. I love that guy. And honestly, all of Oklahoma City, if Charles Barkley won't cover it, if he gets fined for shoving the ball in Draymond Green's face, we as Oklahoma City Thunder fans should take up a collection and pay for Tristan Thompson's fine. I'm all right with that. I can pitch in. I think I've got $3 in my wallet now. So we get you to donate. We'll set up a GoFundMe account for Tristan Thompson's fine on behalf of Oklahoma City Thunder fans. Anybody that punches Draymond Green in the face is all right by me. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Coming up next, why we should be glad that Sam Presti isn't this guy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We agree that Sam Presti's made bad moves. Ronnie Price, right there, number one. Perry Jones. Perry Is Perry Jones the worst draft pick that Sam Presti has, has taken? Is Perry Jones him? Signing of Kyle Singer. Okay, we know, we know Sam Presti's track record. But for as bad as Sam Presti is, at least he's not Brian Colangelo, who now has an internal investigation from the Philadelphia 76ers going into all five of these alleged Twitter burner accounts that he had set up to praise himself, criticize players on the Philadelphia 76ers, and then criticize other front office personnel around the NBA. With Sam Presti, you won't have that. Sam Presti will never embarrass the organization. Now, I'm not fool enough to sit here and tell you that maybe there are some players on the Oklahoma City Thunder 
that might set up burner accounts. We know of one ex-Thunder player that did, <clears throat> Kevin Durant. But Presty is just not that kind of guy. And for as distant as he is, for as calculating, for as... I think in a fan's perspective, Sam Presti is unapproachable. And for all those things that he is, the one thing that he is not is a look-at-me guy. He is not insecure. He knows full good and well what he's doing. And he's going to live with his mistakes. And he will own up to his mistakes. He'll tell you what he's thinking. And you may not agree with the reasoning, behind the moves that he's made, but he doesn't hide from it. And he can be, he can talk over your head and he can say a lot of words and he can be very calculating. And I use that word a lot with Sam Presti. As far as when the media ask him a question, he's going to go maybe 50 feet over to the left or 50 feet over to the right before he circles back to the middle. And maybe in that time, you forget exactly what you're asking so he can give you somewhat of a non-answer. But if you keep at it, eventually Sam Presti will give you something. And I remember last year during the exit interview when things came up about trades and who the Thunder were in on. And he said very plainly, look, it's not that we weren't in on these things. We just didn't, it just didn't happen. Or what they were asking for, we didn't feel was beneficial to the Thunder. With this, talking about that and talking about Brian Colangelo, whom the the Philadelphia 76ers internal investigation is now focusing on his wife, which things to remember, if you're going to do Twitter burner accounts and you're in the public eye, have your wife do them, but don't let anyone find out. Is that that the lesson? Writing that down now, get wife to set up burner accounts to promote Locked on Thunder podcast. Um. With all that being said, and talking about Sam Presti, I don't know how much fans care about the embarrassment. And I'm willing to say that Oklahoma City Thunder fans can live with the embarrassment that a Sam Presti will give you as long as you're winning basketball games. And that comes from a lot of... If you don't know the Thunder fan, if you're not in Oklahoma City, a lot of it comes from the fact that the majority of Thunder fans grew up OU football fans. And Barry Switzer had some embarrassing moments as the OU football coach getting in trouble with the NCAA. There were all sorts of other things going on behind the scenes that I'm not going to touch on here in this podcast, but it's all been well documented. But you can live with that when your team wins. Because what ultimately happens is if your team's winning, even though your front office may be embarrassing, even though some of the players may be embarrassing, is you can say, yeah, they may be jokes. Or yeah, they may be not the easiest people for outsiders to root for, but they're ours. And I would honestly tell you, my personal belief is that Thunder fans would rather have a guy like Brian Colangelo maybe set up five Twitter burner accounts and they would love to have some fun at his expense on message boards and on radio and on social media. But if he's delivering the goods, then they're okay with it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, what nobody's talking about with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And there's some major stank on this team. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league 
helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For the latest in the NBA Finals, a couple of podcasts you can listen to are Locked On Cavaliers and Locked On Warriors, and those can be found at LockedOnSports.com. So LeBron James scores over 50 last night, but the worker bees didn't do jack outside of two guys, Larry Nance Jr. and Kevin Love. Those guys had decent games. If you didn't look at the box score, I think watching the game, you could kind of be fooled into thinking that Jeff Green had a good game. But LeBron, again, is the deodorant that covers up the Cavs' stank. And it's something that we here in Oklahoma City have lived with at least through last year with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook covered up when Oklahoma City stank. And and for everything that we're going to pile on J.R. Smith, and I did a really good job of piling on him in the first segment and, and probably adding to the noise somewhat, it... The rest of the team needs to be hammered as well because they didn't help LeBron. Again, they're relying way too much on LeBron James. And LeBron has this this thing about him now, that this thing that I see more of a... And I mean this in a compliment. I mean this as a compliment. I see him being more like Russell Westbrook or more like Kobe Bryant in the fact that, hey, you're not getting it done. Time's not... It's not the time to sit here and, and waste and, and not be productive. I'm just going to go out and do it. I'm going to win this championship by myself. And with Russell Westbrook, we would be screaming to get his teammates involved. No one in Cleveland screaming for LeBron James to get his teammates involved right now. They're just going to let this thing play out the way that it, that it will. And they're going to hope for the best. As we take you into the weekend, of course, this is the weekend edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We mentioned at the beginning of the the podcast said the countdown is on for Paul George's free agency to begin. And depending on when you're listening to this, there might be about 20 plus days or so before Paul George declares for free agency. Finals, we are going to see Paul George's Gatorade commercial, which for me is still a lot of fun because I love seeing the words Oklahoma City on his jersey. That, that And that's not going to get old to me anytime soon. And good on Paul George for bringing in other members of the Thunder to... Be a part of that, um, Terrence Ferguson, I should say. Be a part of that commercial. And certainly it thrilled Terrence Ferguson. But here's Paul George talking about what it was like to shoot the Gatorade commercial to hopefully put a smile on your face as you go into these next couple of days and have them off or, or work, but hopefully not too hard. I try to help you get the young guys out there. Um, I did it back in Indiana with Joe Young um, in, in our Gatorade campaign. We had a ball with it. We had fun. Uh, I thought it was great great opportunity to kind of uh, you know share a moment with uh, you know one of, one of our rookies so uh, we had fun it was a good shoot Paul he talked a lot about you know like you have to wait so long and you have to say your lines so many times you're a, you're a commercial veteran you used to all that stuff by now yeah 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 that was uh, uh, he, I think he's got a bright future so I kind of want to inter- introduce him to that um, kind of early um, he's got a lot of personality so uh, it was definitely fitting for that for that opportunity, um, but it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work from repeating lines to acting out the same scene over and over again, doing it on different cameras, different angles. So uh, it's it's a little bit repetitive, but uh, I thought you know the shot, the shoot came out really good. 
Here's hoping that we see PG in a Thunder uniform for a long time. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Hopefully you have a fantastic weekend. Stay cool. If you are in this area of the country, if you're in Oklahoma, Texas, that region is going to be very hot. It's going to be very hot. Other places too. Stay cool. Have lots of beer this weekend. And always, everybody love everybody. E-L-E. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 